Welcome to the Words of Wisdom podcast. This is the place to be to raise the consciousness within in order to create a life and business of ease, flow, and freedom. This podcast offers inspiring stories, strategies, and special guests to help you become your most aligned self. I am Minerva Maharaj, a former NBA Toronto Raptors dancer, turned ICF accredited spiritual life coach, founder of Goddess of Wisdom Spiritual Life Coaching, and Star Seed Academy Coach Training. My soul's mission is to show you the impossible is truly possible. Thank you so much for joining me here today. Let's get to awakening your soul's wisdom. of Words of Wisdom. I'm your host, Minerva Maharaj. And today I have another special guest, Irvi Shaw. She is a certified life coach focused on spirituality and building a loving relationship with oneself. That's why I asked her about the show because she's so aligned to what we preach and not preach, but talk about here on Words of Wisdom of living your most divine life, living your impossible. And she is so aligned to that. She's doing exactly that. Her purpose and mission is to be a vessel for the higher power to download messages, to deliver to other women about love and ultimately cultivate oneness and connectedness. The essence of her work is to facilitate self-growth for helping to identify the core challenges and setbacks in life so that you can overcome them with confidence. She specializes in creating personalized plans and providing mindfulness tools to guide her clients forward and achieve their desired goals. She's truly committed and passionate to support her clients with spirituality, relationships, and life purpose. Thank you so much, Irvi, for being here. Thank you for having me. So tell us, how did you get into um, your purpose as a life coach to help with spirituality, relationships, and life purpose? So it was a long journey. Um, I've, I've always been a spiritual person because that's how I grew up. My parents are very spiritual. So I've always begged to ask questions of like, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Like, I always knew that, you know, the standard status quo wasn't for me. Um, and I always asked those questions as I was growing up, even though I went on the st standard status quo um, path. And um, I actually started off my career as a teacher. And I knew at that point in time, like the purpose of me being a teacher was to lead others and to bring change to the world. And that's always been my passion. Like that's always felt like my purpose. And somewhere along that line, you know, I went, I went into uh, marketing and got a corporate job and all this stuff, and it just didn't feel aligned. And last few years, um, I went through really a really hard time where I was having anxiety attacks and panic attacks. And um, I stopped doing meditation and I just stopped everything that was kind of core to my spirituality. Um, and I reached back to it and, and I got very powerful visualizations of like me actually being a coach. And I actually got um, a visualization to go and get certified. And so I did that first. And then um, I just launched my business from there. And that's how I got into coaching. Mm, I love it. I love hearing those stories of those dark, challenging times and how it leads to your purpose and, <laughs> and your times. So tell me a little bit, you mentioned in your bio about um, being a channel for higher power. So tell me a little bit more about that. How did you recognize that and develop that gift? So I think I always had it, but I, I recognized it in the last year or so, once I started becoming a coach, 
um, I started making like videos or did lives or, you know, I have my own podcast. And I mean, I prep in the sense, like, I know what I'm going to talk about, but when I'm actually talking, I know it's not me. Like I hear myself again, like I go back and listen to the recording and I can tell the, um, the messages that are coming are from the higher power. Like, and I'm just kind of opening myself and, and to that point, anytime I do any of the talks or, you know, podcasts or anything, I kind of start off with um, a prayer or kind of an affirmation, like, you know, I'm going to open myself to you, higher power, please like download anything that you need to, to bring to others. And everything that I have, like all of the wisdom that I have is, is from the higher power. Like, it's not me, like, I know that, right. And so like, my soul is connected to that. And it's coming from my soul. And like, so for me, like the message to other people is like, yeah, you have that within you because the higher power is within you. And so you can tap into that, but then you're connected to others once you tap into that message, because we all have the same message flowing within us. Yes. Yes. And what does that connection to oneness, your higher power, what does that do for life here on earth? I think it, it kind of diffuses a lot of the challenges and problems we have um, we start to, we start to stop, uh, well, we start to live non-judgmentally and we stop to judge other people, but ourselves as, as well. And then we start to see the similarities between each other, right? So like we step away from like all of the hate, all of the, all of the things that make us different, that create challenges within our life. And we start to live with love and kindness and okay, this person is going through similar situations that I am. And like, you know, we practice gratitude, we practice compassion towards them and ourselves. Like, I just feel like that is the purpose of humans is for us to realize that we're so much more connected than we're different. Um, throughout history, I think we've, as, as a human race, throughout history, we've always tried to differ because we wanted to say like we're superior than the other it's actually false like we're all one like we're all the same nobody's superior inferior we can't be because we all have the same higher power flowing through us right and so how can one be greater than the other yeah and when we do that we're actually coming from a place of ego and then when we see a separation of someone greater than us or we're lesser than someone it's all from ego but when I love that you said that we all we're really all the one, the same, because we have that higher power, whether you call it source, divine oneness flowing through us. So we mm. all, we all are, I say, source energy in physical form here. So yeah. how can one connect to, to their higher power oneness? How can they connect to that feeling of oneness? So I think it starts with connecting to yourself first. So um, as humans, I think, especially in today's world, we're so focused on external instead of internal. So we don't look within us. And so like the first thing that I teach um, is mindfulness tools like meditation or breath work or ways for you to actually bring awareness within you um, to see the world that's within you first. Um, I think that's really important. And then with that, growing your awareness to the things around you, like, so starting first with whoever you live with, um, nature around you, like how you can feel connected and oneness with that and like starting small and then like growing your circle and 
starting to see like even strangers on the street, like feeling that connection. Like I remember growing up, my grandfather used to tell me like, we all have the same, we're all connected by our souls and we're all connected from our heart, but we have to come from that unconditional love to actually feel that connectedness. And so my grandfather used to, um, in India, he used to go to villages and like just build connections with strangers and help them and, you know, pass on spirituality. And I think a lot of what he did inspired me to do what I'm doing now. But like, when I, when I think about what he did, it's like, like, it's like me going into like any city here and just talking to strangers. And like, that feels really scary at first. But when you think of it from the, the thought process of, I'm connected to you from our soul and I'm approaching you from that kindness. Um, it's so much different. Like it's like that scariness kind of goes away. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so beautiful. You're like carrying on. It's like a, a life coaching tradition in your, your family. That's so beautiful. So and you mentioned some beautiful tools like meditation and breath work and connected to nature to feel connected and to feel that oneness. So, I mean, we're human. So are there moments where you don't feel that oneness, that connectedness? And how do you deal when you're in those moments? Yeah, absolutely. Um, more often than not, I think. Um, and that's actually when it actually happens with the people that are closest to you. So like for me, what happens, what starts to happen is like, I'll get into a fight, let's say with my husband or with my mom or something. And it triggers me so much that I'm like, you know, whatever, like all this stuff that I practice is not helping me, but I have to remember um, one to like, just embrace whatever is going on and like that emotion, but to also remember that that's also teaching me something in that moment. And so like, what is the lesson I need to grab from that and then go back to being in that oneness. And so um, I guess something that I'll share is like, I've been going through a really hard kind of like ebbs and flows of relationships with um, people in my family. And, you know, I kind of was in the place where I don't want to talk to them anymore and I don't care about them. And like throughout the last few weeks um, with the, um, live your impossible class and just other things like I've realized my purpose is to love and I wasn't loving like I was coming from a place of of judgment and from a place of um you know saying like oh they're doing all of these things that hurt me but I wasn't coming from a place of love which would say something like maybe they just need a little bit more from me or maybe they need a little bit more compassion for me or maybe I can approach this where I keep the distance and I keep the boundary, but I still love them. And I will still be here for that. Right. And I love that. You could still love and have boundaries and still love yourself. It doesn't mean that crossing that line or making yourself like cheating yourself out of what is in alignment for you, what love is for you. And often too, we do, you know, it's so beautiful because yes, you were a part of live your impossible group coaching and you shared that your purpose is to love. And that's so you, you totally represent love. And in those moments, it's true. That's the challenge in our purpose. Sometimes that, yes, that's our purpose, but that also means where it's going to challenge us to really live up to that purpose. Um, and sometimes we put conditions to love and we want to love unconditionally. But then when we look at like how we're actually living this out in our life, we've been putting conditions to love with people around us. So that's so beautiful on how you yeah. recognize that. So how does it unfold 
for you in your personal life or even professionally of showing up with that unconditional love? Like, how do you do that, especially when it's super hard to do that? (laughs) Yeah, um, I think that's a really good question. So I think personally, I'm able to embrace it a lot more than professionally. Like within my business, I am, but I still work full time. So at work, it's um, I've had challenges, obviously, because you know, you're kind of, your mindset is kind of just made from a very young age to compete. Um, And when you're competing, it's very hard for you to love unconditionally, because you're competing against everybody else. So it's like, I want to get ahead. It's like, you know, survival of the best or whatever mentality. And I've had to shift that in the last few months to kind of approach it from, okay, what is my purpose at work? I'm here to lead. Um, I'm here to mentor and coach those that are coming to me on my team. And even with like challenging um, clients that I work with or challenging um, other team members, like how can I show them, um, how can I, how can I show up with that unconditional love really? Right. And it's, especially when you're hit with that challenge, because you want to be defensive and you want to say like, you're wrong. Um, I'm right. And like, you kind of want to just stay in that place. But instead, I kind of just approach it with a lot of questions, like powerful questions to them or to myself, like, what do I really want to do? Like, what is the impact I want to have? And so every morning, like we um, at my professional job, um, we have like, we're all working remote still because of COVID. So we all have a team chat. And so I kind of pop in there. I'm like, all right, right. One thing that you're grateful for. And like, that's actually helped them to see like, okay, life sucks right now because we're all remote, but we do still have one thing to be grateful for. I feel like those are the gifts that I tried to hide professionally, even like, even in college, even like in school, like, because I just felt like people are not going to accept me, but it was more so like, I didn't accept that part of me. And so like, now I'm fully accepting myself and showing myself up, showing up the way I need to everywhere. because that's what it's about. Like, that's where, that's where the doors will start to open. Yeah. And that's what's so needed. I can't imagine having a boss who asks me those questions. Like, yeah, I want more like self-development through work when I was in like corporate office worlds, but that's so beautiful how you're like lending your gifts, even in that capacity there. So tell us a little bit more about the clients that you work with and what's the transformation you take them through. Yeah, so I work with generally women, um, those that are like kind of in their 20s to 30s. Um, And the transformation that I take them through. So I work with women that kind of deal with um, being stuck or having anxiety or kind of being in like that world of um, I have low self-esteem and I want to um, excel myself, but I don't know how to. And because of that, um, everything just seems very impossible to me. And so right now I'm just finishing up a group class actually. And in there um, I've been showing them, okay, you have all of these blocks, but can we make a shift to kind of transmute these blocks? Like how can we use spirituality to kind of get through these blocks? And like knowing that the blocks will always come in your life. Like you're always going to have fear. You're always going to have stress. You're always going to have these things. It's not like you're not going to have them, but it's just, you'll have tools to help you get through them and to embrace them. 
Um, and so kind of taking them through that transformation has helped. So actually, it's just ending today. Today's my last class and like kind of just seeing them go through that program. And like, I think the main thing that they've gained is the awareness of like, I have this thing happening in my life, but I know I need help or I know I need support. Or I know I need to reach to my tools I learned in class. Yeah. And that for me is the biggest impact, I think. Yeah. And that is the most empowering thing. Cause sometimes I think we think we have to like overcome these goals on our own, or we have to overcome them with flying colors. But even just knowing I'm in this challenge and believing in yourself before you get through the challenge that I can get through it. I have the tools I can do it. Like that is so empowering. I feel when you really have that shift of like, I can do this and not being afraid of our challenges, but be like, okay, I'm ready like suiting up. I can do this and I know I'll get through it. And to have that support with coaches is obviously so, so enlightening and so supportive. It's just so good for you to have that support. I think it's also like them standing in their own power. Yeah. Um, I think with a lot of them, as I mentioned, like low, low self-esteem or not having enough confidence, like, and I dealt with this myself, like, you just don't feel like you have the power or authority to do anything. Like you're always giving the power and authority to everybody else. Yeah. And then you realize like, oh, I have it. Like I'm the one who's in the, in power and I'm the one who's driving my own life. Like I need to stand in that power and I need to like, not be sorry for anything. Yeah. And so talk a little bit about like, speak on having a coach and doing the work yourself at the same time, because sometimes I, like you said, we look outside of ourselves for that answer. And I think that's where people think maybe coaches do the work for them. So can you talk a little bit about you have the strength, you have the tools to do this and it's powerful with a coach with you. So can you speak on that? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think a coach is kind of like, so this is what I feel. I feel like you, everybody has the tools in them and the power in them to identify them. But the coach is kind of like the magnifying glass that kind of goes over your life. And it's like, oh, like, do you see this? Like, this is like, look, like, this is where it is. Like, let's go deeper. Let's dig here. Like, let's try. And like, the coach is there to guide you. And I think that's the one question that I get from a lot of people is like, so you're going to give me all the answers. And I'm like, no, like, I'm just guiding you because you have the answers. I'm just here to be your magnifying glass to show you that everything's here. It's just, you have to dig deeper. We can find the answers from you. Um, and I think that's important because if you think about it, like if I told you to do something, but you didn't feel strongly about it, you'll do it because I've asked you to do it, but then you're not going to be committed to doing it because it didn't come from you. But when the answer comes from you, you feel so, more, so much more committed to yourself to actually get it done. Yes. Well said. It's so true. Having that experience within your body and your mind and your soul about coming to the answers on your own coming it come up with what you want to do next you have more buy-in and more success versus someone telling you to do it like oh, okay and you may start doing it but it loses its steam and resonance it doesn't continue through so power of coaching so before we end for today can you tell us one of your favorite transformations you've had with your or no, witness with your clients yeah um so i think one of the one of the ones that I like to mention is, so it was this person, um, she was going through a lot in her life, um, just on so many different levels of anxiety and like other things. So 
Um, I think the transformation that I helped her with that was really amazing was one to embrace her shadows and to say like my shadows aren't um, a bad thing because I think they get labeled as like it's bad we have to get rid of it Um, one and then two understanding how her shadows actually um, unlock her gifts and like kind of just tying that together. And so like we would do, um, like I, she was a one-on-one client. So we would talk about like her shadows and like the things that she felt like was holding her back. And I would keep questioning, like, do you really think it's holding you back? Or do you think that it's gonna help you with something else? Like, what is it trying to teach you? Mm-hmm. Um, and she was able to like go through this transformation of like just being so much more confident, being able to approach life in a different way. Like when she came to me, she was like, sad about everything like she was able to be happy um actually build relationships which she was so scared of doing in the beginning um uh like she wanted to date and like she just didn't trust anybody and then she actually got into all of these dating apps and started to date people and things like that and so just putting yourself out there I think like that transformation is so beautiful to me because she practiced loving herself and trusting that everything's going to work out and then putting herself out there. Yeah. That is so beautiful. And I love that you said our shadows can unlock our gifts. So what is it about our shadows that is such a gift? I think that they teach us um, what our gifts are, right? So like one of my shadows, um, I'm very impatient and I will just jump on things like this without thinking about it. But I think it teaches me to just practice being calm and just practice the patience, right? So like, it actually teaches you the opposite of what the gift is. Um, And like, when you trust, like, so for me, the reason why I'm impatient is because I need to be in control. Um, And if I'm in control, then I get the outcome I want. But now I've learned that that's not true. Um, I actually need to practice patience to actually get what I want, what I'm wanting to manifest. Mm, Good example. Love that. It's like the under the flip side of the coin that helps you get there and, and shedding the old way of being and doing and thinking is it it may, your shadows have gotten you to where you are now, but it's, you got to go through that to step into your light into fullness of who you are in a new way of building your life forward. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. So how can people get in touch with you if they want to work with you? Um, So I have a website and Instagram and Facebook. So the best way to get in touch with me is through my Instagram and sending me a message. Um, Or you could go to my website and just uh, schedule a free um, introductory session. I have a calendar there. So my Instagram is LC. Um, and if you drop me a message, I'll just schedule a free, um, intro session and then we'll talk. Um, and right now I'm taking one-on-one clients and then I also do one-on-one meditation classes. Mm, Beautiful. And we're going to drop, um, Irvi's handle and website link in the show notes as well. Thank you so much, Irvi. It was so beautiful to have you on the show and to learn more about you. Any last words you like to share words of wisdom you like to share with our audience on, oneness and living your best life. Um, Yeah, I think the last thing I'll just say is on oneness is to just kind of practice and see around you what you can feel more connected to. 
Um, and so like, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, like just kind of look around you and see like what you've been disconnected to and how you can bring the connectedness back and the oneness back between you and that thing or you and that person or you and a pet, whatever it is. Yeah. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much, Irvi. It was so good to have you. I'm so honored. You Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners for joining us this week. Just a reminder, you have one week left to join Starseed Academy Coach Training for our high-level certification course. And we also just opened up a new course called Advanced Practicum for Spiritual Coaches, where you can go deeper in your ICF core competencies, get mentorship and direct feedback on your coaching skills to take your business and skills to the next level. So check out StarseedAcademyCoachTraining.com and we'll see you next week on Words of Wisdom. Wisdom.